Do you ever feel that you are missing or don't have or don't know what your purpose is? If you want to learn or connect with your purpose, then this video is for you. Hello, my name is Steven Dobos and I'm an abundance scientist and coach as well as a Silva Method instructor. In this video, you'll learn what you can do when you want to connect to your purpose to become more clear about your purpose, especially when you feel that you don't have a purpose or there's something missing in your life which you want to make a change to or that you want to increase the power that you feel in your own life and in your purpose. When we become in a situation or we feel that we're in a situation where we're empty or missing or that there's no real motivation to move our lives forward, then the first thing we need to do is to calm our mind. When we feel this way, perhaps an early depression, slightly depressed, or just a gloomy down, like a dark cloud is hanging overhead and it seems like it's rain and cold and wet and just there's no real meaning or no real reason to be alive or you just don't know what your reason is to do things that you really want to do or that will get you even up in the morning. Well then the first thing to do is to calm your mind. To calm your mind there are many different ways to do it but you want to get out of this activity, these habitual thought patterns that are going on in your head. You can do many different things. Here are some examples. When I feel that there's a, a lack of purpose or, 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 or clearing or focus to my life and I feel that it's a little empty, then the first thing that I do is I breathe. I'll take several deep breaths and exhale. And each time I exhale, I feel my body relaxing from head all the way down to my toes. Sometimes I may do this 5, 10, even 15 times until I feel relaxed and my attention has moved away from that which I've been focusing on. Another thing to do is meditate. If you have meditated or le have learned meditation and you have some type of meditation technique that you've used in the past, then it's a great way to sit and relax and focus your attention on that meditative technique that you've learned. Practicing meditation helps to calm the mind and meditation also helps to calm the heart. It's important because as our body, our mind and our heart calm down, then our whole body starts to relax. The more relaxed we are, the more we let go of the emotions that are bothering us, that are pulling us out of this balanced state of centeredness, of being centered. And it helps us to see what actually is going on around us. We can refer to this as what's so. It's the current situation what actually is happening. Another thing you can do is to exercise. It can, do, it can be as simple as doing jumping jacks in your living room or going out for a walk or taking your dog for a walk or your spouse go out together for a short walk or a long walk or go for a hike or get on your bike and go for a ride or go for a run if that's what you do or go call a friend and go play tennis. 
Do whatever it is that for you helps you to relax and calm your mind. Another thing to do is to help somebody else. Take your time, maybe call up your parent or your mom or your dad or call up a cousin or an aunt, and an older aunt or cousin or a neighbor and go and do something for them. Whether it's to help them clean the windows or take out their trash or cut their grass or just, you know, help them or take them a pie or something that you've cooked. Whatever it is that works for you and what that you're comfortable with. Another thing to do is do something creative. There are these coloring books now that you can buy, adult coloring books. Take out some coloring pencils and start coloring. You want to change the focus of your mind. You want to put the attention onto something which is more relaxing and creative so that your mind calms down. But why is this important? Because when we're feeling in the space that something's missing, that we don't have a, a, a purpose or an objective, then what we want to do is we want to get away from those emotions that are bubbling up inside us and giving us this anxiety, this uncertainty, this lack of clarity and perhaps even confusion. Emotions are like a roller coaster in our lives, up and down, and they can cause a mess uh, like waves on top of the ocean, splashing all around. And we want to calm that down because when we calm down, then our heart calms down and our mind is calm and we can see more realistically. We can see what's so. When we know what's so, then we can take action on what's so. Once we've calmed our mind, the next thing we can do is to calm and concentrate and on our heart. Our heart is our center of our intuition. It's that spiritual side of us which we can access. Our heart is talking to us constantly, but it's talking very slowly, perhaps very quietly. And it's when it's speaking quietly, then we won't always hear it if there's lots of noise out around us. So when we listen to our heart, we want to listen in a calm state. Our heart is constantly talking to us about our purpose. Our purpose is always existing. Our purpose is always there. However, we may not be connected to it because there's so much other, there's so much noise, there's so much other commotion and sound and noise around us that we can't hear it. It's like walking down the street on your telephone without earplugs, without covering your ears. There's so much other noise around us that it's actually taking away our attention from what's really important. So our heart is extremely important to listen to on a regular basis. And the best way to do that is when our mind is calm. <sighs> Either we breathe or we meditate or we do some exercise or we help somebody or we do something creative. And that will help us to calm our mind so that we can focus on our heart. Our heart is constantly talking to us about our purpose. Our heart knows what our purpose is. Our heart is listening, communicating, and connecting with the universe around us and constantly sharing that purpose with us. If we are in a calm state, available, listening, then we will hear and be more connected with what's going on here. So if you're wishing to connect closer, better with your purpose, then first you want to calm your mind 
by taking different actions that we've mentioned before. And then you want to consult your heart. You want to listen to your heart and allow yourself to close your eyes and take time for yourself and ask your question mentally. What is my purpose? What should I be doing? What is the best thing for me? What do I want to accomplish? How can I serve others? Our heart is connected to source energy. Our heart is constantly connected to source energy. But it's only with a calm mind that we can access the wisdom of our heart. Once we've calmed ourselves and been able to connect with our heart and listened to and heard what our heart is speaking, what the wisdom of our heart is, the number three is to surrender. To surrender to that information, that wisdom that comes up from our heart. And to think through what actions we can do that will actually help us to go in that direction. Sometimes those actions may not seem completely clear or completely understandable or with enough reason behind it that we'd want to do it. But we need to learn to surrender and trust in what the wisdom of our heart is telling us. The wisdom of our heart is connected to source. And when we surrender, we take action and trust in the wisdom of our heart. As we take action toward what our heart is telling us, then we will know with the response, with the feedback of the environment around us, based on the actions we're taking, if we're going in the right direction or not. It's like everything. If you're driving your car and your car slides because it's wet or icy, then you want to pull back control of your car. And then you'll know when you've pulled back the control of your car if you're back in control again. Or if you see cars in the next lane trying to merge in or moving in without uh, using their index, then what you'll do is you'll try to adjust your speed or adjust your control of the car in order for that safe passage of that other car that isn't using its indicator to actually go into the lane or follow its own direction. In order to do that, we have to constantly be aware of what feedback we're getting. If we try to go into the lane, change lanes, and we go into a lane when there's a car in our blind spot, then we're gonna hear the horn being honked by the car that we want to cut off. And that is the feedback that we will get. That feedback will help us to adjust our journey, adjust our path. The same it is with the wisdom of the heart. The wisdom of the heart, we take action by surrendering and following what our heart is speaking to us about. And then as we get feedback from the environment around us, based on the action that we're taking, we will learn and know if what we're doing is what is meant to be. If it's the right action to take or the best action to take in this situation. Now sometimes it may be that the feedback may take a while to come. 
sometimes, it may be that the feedback that you're getting is neutral. Relax. It's important to just pay attention and as you pay attention and see and get feedback and listen using all of your senses, but most importantly your heart, you will start to realize that the outcomes that you've added or the outcomes that you're focusing on are actually showing up or not showing up. But sometimes it may take a long time. For instance, I'm working with my father for several years now. And in order for me to have a good relationship with my father, what I had to do or what I chose to do, according to what my heart was telling me, was to just be patient, be calm, and just understand the best I can what it is that he wants to share with me, what information he wants to share with me, even if that information is repeated 20, 30, 40 times a year. And if I'm okay and patient with it and accepting, surrendering to that, allowing that to just take place and not making anything wrong about it, not being angry with it, just allowing it to take place, then I saw the change in his behavior as well. I found that he was more open, more ready to listen to my ideas, and it was easier to get to, to work side by side. So that opportunity, by listening to the wisdom of my heart, I learned that if I'm surrendering and following, trusting in my heart's wisdom, then although it may take some time, I look and pay attention to the feedback. And as I see the feedback, the data, the information from that feedback, I can then adjust my behavior. So first, I calm my mind with some breathing, meditation, exercise, maybe helping, serving someone else, or doing something creative. Number two, I take action by listening to my heart, asking my heart the questions. What is right for me? What is it that I need to do? What is my purpose? And I can make notes of these and write them down. And number three is I want to take that information, that wisdom that comes from my heart and trust it and follow through, follow through with the action that I need to take or that I'm hearing is my heart is asking me to take. And as I take that instruction and I follow that wisdom, then I start to see the feedback from the environment around me. And based on the feedback that I'm getting, I can then make changes to my behavior, to my actions, or to my plan. So these are the three steps to reconnecting with your purpose. If you found this video helpful and you want to get more information or more videos like this, then please hit the subscribe button below. And remember to hit the bell icon so that you'll be notified when that information or when that new video has been posted. Once again, my name is Steven Dobos and I'm an abundance scientist and coach and Silva Method instructor. If you want to download the centering exercise, you'll find information in the description box below. See you in the next video.